EO Fire 1329. Wake up three in the morning, someone had a gun to your head. The only way you could live is if you inspired him why you should live. What would you say? Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. EOFire.com is your go-to resource for everything you need to rock your entrepreneurial journey. Ignite. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay, but a lot of payment partners don't make that easy. With Braintree, it's different. To learn more, visit BraintreePayments.com slash fire. Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Alex Peruse. Alex, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready and very pumped and excited. Yes. Alex is an entrepreneur, journalist, and founder of an award-winning company called Linkfluencer, the world's leading online community for LinkedIn training as recognized by Inc. Magazine. He founded the business in 2013 with the aim to change and transform the way business owners and entrepreneurs market their business by leveraging the power of LinkedIn. Alex, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Look, I guess uh, my entrepreneurial career started when I was uh, 13 years of age. I had my first glimpse of what it, it meant to be uh, an entrepreneur. I, there was a competition at school and uh, they said back then there was the Atari. I'm not sure if you know the Atari, <laughs> but it um, makes me feel pretty old. But uh, they said anyone who raises the most amount of charity for uh, money for charity can actually uh, win this Atari. And I love uh Atari at that point, I didn't have my own. And yeah, so started, uh, won that competition, got a glimpse of what entrepreneurship was about. And uh, first four years of business outside of school was absolutely, uh, it was just really bad. Like I, I lost money in my first four businesses and I lost close to a million dollars. And it was only to the fifth business that I started um, learning about my previous experiences, got mentors on board, and they really helped shape my understanding of what it meant to be to be an entrepreneur and how to scale a business uh, outside of yourself. And I managed to sell and exit um, my next two businesses successfully. And this is uh, how it all came about into starting Linkfluencer because I realized some of the things I was doing in the social media world that was working specifically on LinkedIn. And we spoke with hundreds of business owners just had no understanding of how to market themselves outside of social media, let alone LinkedIn. And we started the business with the mission to change and transform how entrepreneurs market themselves. So Alex, you figured it out. Like you figured out how to generate revenue. You figured out how to generate leads. You know what it is to both start, grow, and then exit a business. And you know, Fire Nation, there's a lot of our listeners who have done just that, who have done some of that. And there's some of our listeners who haven't done any of that and are, you know, looking for the keys to the success in that area. So tell us today, Alex, how do you currently generate revenue specifically? The main line of business is obviously Linkfluencer. That's that's my full-time role uh, as a CEO. But then uh, I've invested in a few other startups, uh, one actually in San Francisco and a few here in Australia. So that uh, that to me is fun because I get to work uh, alongside those businesses but also have a good upside. So it's a combination of investing and running Linkfluencer. 
So Alex, we've gotten a little glimpse of your journey. I mean, you've given us a little peek about the ups and the downs and et cetera. I really want to focus on one story right now. And Alex, that story is going to start at a specific moment in time that you consider to be your worst entrepreneurial moment. So Alex, take a deep breath, get open with us, get raw, and tell us that story. Take us to that moment in time. As soon as you ask that question, I I know the moment where I was walking on a beach with my business partner came to mind. So I'll, I'll pre-frame it a little bit in terms of the right context around what actually happened. So like I mentioned, you know, I, I failed in my fourth business and at that point I was just, I was ready to quit. Uh, I've never really been a corporate guy. I haven't lasted in many jobs, uh, mainly because I want, I want to see my own shit. So I met a business partner called Alex and uh, after that fourth business failure, we, we met at an event and we, we just clicked. Uh, it was like uh, a match made in heaven. Uh, and we went down to a, an area in Australia called Wollongong. And we started a door-to-door sales company. And we built that company from literally just me and Alex to 45 staff within about 11 months. And there was a time where uh, we were growing so fast that cash flow was a major issue. And uh, one of the our biggest suppliers was the actual government because they used to uh, give us a lot of money for some of the sales we generated for them. And we got an email from them which said that uh, we, we're actually not, uh, there's been a postponed payment and uh, it was a large sum of money and we won't receive that for another 45 days. Now, we've got 45 staff to pay, we've got office, we've got inventory, the whole lot, and we had to come up with a hundred grand literally oh. within 72 hours. If we didn't, we would go bust. And I remember we went to the, as soon as we got that email, it was like, I couldn't believe I've worked my butt off for four years. I've failed over and over again. Here I was about to succeed because uh, that was a tipping point for us. And that that's what came, uh, came our way on, on a plate. So uh, we walked on the beach. We, it, probably two, three hours, walked up and down, trying to figure out how to get resourceful with the resources we have. And we turned that around. Within 48 hours, we had generated 120 grand. So that was like the tipping point of going from uh, failure to uh, actually exiting that business. It was one of the most uh, frightening but exciting times in my, in my career. Fire Nation, one of the big things that I take away from this is that so often what we consider our worst moments, and guess what, what actually might be our worst moments are also opportunities for us to say, okay, this is a horrible moment, this is tough, but now where's the opportunity here? Because opportunity lies in every moment, whether they're great, good, okay, mediocre, blah, or horrible. There's opportunities in all moments. You just have to keep your eyes open and look for that silver lining. Look for that opportunity. And Alex, that's obviously what you did. You could have curled up in a little ball like a little baby and just cried. And guess what? Nothing would have happened. You would not have turned that ship around. But instead you said, you know what? This is really bad. This is in fact really crappy, but I'm going to take charge. I'm going to take the reins and I'm going to see what I can salvage from this. And what you salvaged was incredibly impressive. So Alex, take a minute and kind of expound upon what I just took out of your story, which is what I just shared, that you know, no matter how bad things are, there's opportunities within every moment. 
and share with Fire Nation what you really want to make sure they get. Well, there's two things that I learned from uh, my mentor. He said, failure is not an option, and it's always dark before dawn. And that has got me through thick and thin, uh, through so many different challenges, bigger than the one that I just mentioned. So I think regardless of what challenge is in front of you, you have to remember that with anything you want to achieve in life, if there is no resistance, if it's too easy, if it doesn't scare you, if there isn't some element of fear attached to it, really you got to ask yourself, are you dreaming big enough? Because if you're not, then uh, and if things are just too comfortable, for me, that's not a stretch in life. And ultimately what I've learned is it's not about you know, it's not about making money. It's it's about changing people's lives and making sure that you inspire millions of people with your product or service. If that is your sole driver with any product or service you're about to launch, there isn't one challenge that will come your way you won't be able to blast through. And that's the mentality that I've always had. Uh, and that's my, uh, I guess, basis for being an entrepreneur. I want to help um, make a positive impact in people's lives. Alex, one thing I like to talk to Fire Nation about is that all the magic in this world is going to happen outside of your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. Fire Nation, if you're comfortable right now, that's great. I get comfortable all the time, but I don't let myself stay comfortable for too long because I know that there's no magic happening when I'm comfortable. So I step out of that comfort zone. You know, I go and make a fool of myself. I go and have a big flop or a big failure or a massive success. Like one of those things is going to happen, but it's always, always outside of my comfort zone. Always. So just really absorb that. Now, Alex, let's do a little bit of a shift here, brother, and let's talk about an aha moment. This is going to be another story that you've experienced along your entrepreneurial journey and you know an epiphany a light bulb that just ding went on at some point and Alex just like you told us that story of your worst moment take us to one of your aha moments that you know is going to resonate with Fire Nation and tell us that story yeah good question so I was sitting down with a with a mentor of mine uh, after so after I failed in my fourth business, I sat down with him. He basically ripped my four businesses apart. He told me where I, what I was doing right, what I was doing wrong, what I need to evaluate, etc. And there was a moment where we were sitting down in a coffee shop having lunch and he basically said to me that the reason why you've failed over and over again because the role you've played in business and as an entrepreneur is – completely different to the role you should be playing that's core to your to your values that's core to your personality and essentially who you are and what what he meant by that is you know for me I'm an innovator slash star which means I, I've come up with products I and then take that product to market build a brand around it not not necessarily and then uh, sorry and then not me managing that brand so for instance the daughter or sales company, the reason why we succeeded is because I wasn't a manager, I was a leader. And there was a huge shift in that moment where I realized my role is to start products or services, create the right brand around it, get the right people on board to lead it rather than me trying to lead from the front. And as every business I've done that moving forward, I've, I've managed to succeed at it because my role has been to the T. I don't do anything that is against 
my values or against my uh, my passion, which is really to to build awesome products and then have people launch it for me. That, that was a massive aha moment, and that was the reason why I actually failed in uh, those four businesses. It was phenomenal. Fire Nation, I love the mentality of number one, deciding on a medium that you're going to share value, that you're going to give value to this world. It could be podcasting, blogging, video. It could be anything. It could be any medium that you decide works for you. Then you deliver that value on a consistent basis. And that value needs to be free, consistent, invaluable along those lines. And then you just build an audience. And then you can turn to that audience and say, hey, Fire Nation, my audience, what are you struggling with? And then actually listen and then create the solution for that problem that they're sharing with you in the form of a product, a service, a community, whatever that might be. So Alex, love that aha moment that you had. Thank you for sharing with Fire Nation. And just like you did for the worst moment, like what's that one thing you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Yeah, get to know your personality and find out your strengths in business. I'm sure you've heard that many times before, but I think once you discover what you're truly good at, like are you an innovator, someone that just comes up with products? Are you that person who uh, is a star, who is the connector and gets all the networks together to launch this actual product? Or maybe you're you're like the systems guy where you go find a co-founder who is great at building products and then become that general manager per se. So I think find out what your role is in business um, and there's many different te- there are many different tests you can do online now to figure that out and then stay true to that role and then build a team around you. And one of the biggest uh, things I've learned from my mentors is that you know your, your goal in business is to be the dumbest person in the room. Mm. You never want to be the smartest because at that point, you know, you know you, one, you're not learning anything. Two, you don't have the right people around you. So that that's probably the best thing that I can uh, partake on other people. I try to be the dumbest person in the room. And Fire Nation, one thing that I hear a lot, and this is just my belief on it, is you know you got to work on your weaknesses. Like find what you're not good at, and like try to you know, spend time, energy, and bandwidth improving those things. And I'm like, you know, screw that. Like, I'm going to hire people um, in the areas that I'm weak at, that they're good at, that they actually enjoy doing those things. And those are going to be the people that build and buoy my team. And I'm going to focus on my strengths. I'm just going to spend my time making my strengths even greater and stronger and improve those things. So something to think about, Fire Nation, but I'm a big believer in spending the limited time, energy, and bandwidth that we all have in life not on trying to improve things that we're not good at. Who cares about that stuff? Hire people for that. Focus on your greatness and make it even greater. Now, Alex, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? I think my biggest weakness is actually my biggest strength. Uh, so I, every day, I, I think I come up with at least three, four different products, uh, different innovations, and I've I sometimes had this, what, what I call the entrepreneur's curse, which is, you know, you start one thing, you get really, really excited about it. And then there's another, uh, another innovation that you're thinking of that you want to launch. So my biggest weakness is, you know, having too many ideas and sometimes not focusing on one. And I, I've channeled that energy really well in the last probably two, three years where Linkfluence has been the main main goal and anything else that has come 
even close to to that uh, for me to want to start a new business, I, I haven't started at all. I, I say no to a lot of things at the moment because I think I'll put, there's always going to be opportunities. And that's the way I've managed to, I guess, fix my weakness is to invest in businesses rather than start my own. And that's enabled me to really focus on our mission. So that that's my weakness and I guess one of the ways that I've been working on it. Alex, focus, follow one course until success. So critical, Fire Nation. If you really want to become known and great at that thing, it's going to take focus. Now, Alex, what's your biggest strength? My biggest strength is uh, definitely leadership, I believe. Uh, there's Every business I've had, you know, I still speak to people who once worked for me. And so I would say leadership is the biggest strength. I love people. I like seeing them develop not just professionally but personally. So I take a vested interest in getting to know them, and I, I love it. I, I love seeing people grow. So I, I think leadership is definitely my biggest strength. Alex, you have a lot of things going on that rightfully so you're excited about, you're fired up about, but what's the one thing that has you most fired up today? My mission in life is to be known as one of the top 10 entrepreneurs around the world, I, and that's what gets me up. I work 17 hours, seven days a week. I've done that for the last easily seven years that I can think of, and I know that the only way I can become one of the top 10 entrepreneurs is to inspire and build products that transform millions of people's lives. That's, that's my number one goal in life. Well, Fire Nation, you're about to hear some other incredibly important goals in Alex's life coming up in the lightning round. But first, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Creating your business is no easy feat. That's why when I met the founder of TopTal, Brendan, I was blown away by his passion around helping people find top-notch developers and designers. I was even more impressed when I heard how TopTal works. All you have to do is tell TopTal what type of project or idea you're working on, and then they screen developers and designers so intensely that only the top 3% get in, so you get to work with the best. TopTal also offers a two-week no-risk trial period, so if you're not satisfied with the work done during the trial period, TopTal will pay the developer or designer and you'll get your money back. To get started on this amazing two-week no-risk trial, visit toptal.com slash fire or shoot me an email and I'll personally introduce you to an executive at TopTal who can help you get set up. John at eofire.com. Fire Nation, you're working so hard to create and grow your business. You know having a solid platform is incredibly important, and now that you've nailed that down, it's time to figure out how you're going to grow a sustainable business that affords you freedom. Enter paying customers. It's a beautiful thing when your customers want to pay, but a lot of payment partners don't make that easy. With Braintree, it's different. Braintree lets you accept all forms of payment, including PayPal, Apple Pay, Android Pay, and more. Now you can take them all in over 130 currencies, and as your company grows, Braintree will stay by your side from your first dollar to your billionth. All it takes is a couple lines of code to get started in a single integration. To learn more, visit braintreepayments.com slash fire. That's braintreepayments.com slash fire. Alex, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Can't wait. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
Growing up, my parents have never really been entrepreneurial, phenomenal parents, uh, just not very entrepreneurial. So I didn't really know what entrepreneurship was all about till I experienced that at the age of 13. And once I uh, had that experience, it was, there was no going back. Entrepreneurship is the only way. What is the best advice you've ever received? Have a big enough reason why you want to do something. If you're just doing it to make money, you, know, you should quit and look, look to do something else. Um, and that my mentor once asked me, he said, if you wake up three in the morning and uh, someone had a gun to your head and the only way you could live is if you inspired him why you should live, uh, what would you say? And that, that's um, that, like in 30 seconds, you have to kind of explain why you do. And for me, I refuse to do anything that uh, I have fun in and I have a big enough uh, purpose of why I want to do that. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Work ethic. Working ridiculous amount of hours, not because I have to, but because I want to. Share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. Definitely Infusionsoft. It's transformed our business uh, in terms of scaling, but also uh, making sure that we build a good community of people who really love what we do. So Infusionsoft has been phenomenal for us. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a book that was written a long time ago. It's, the principles are still very current and they're very true. Uh, and if you apply the principles, that they will actually get you real tangible results. So for a book uh, to still have that effect, in today's day and age, uh, I think the principles uh, are very sound. Alex, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Is that 500 US or Aussie? Aussie. <laughs> okay, well, I definitely won't start something in US because of the, the currency rate. Uh, but, blow, blow. Yeah. <laughs> so 500. Um, now, this, this might be a bit biased because we, we run online uh, LinkedIn training, but I would honestly, if I had a laptop and $500, I would invest into our course. Uh, your network is your net worth, in my opinion. And being able to connect and build an audience uh, through LinkedIn, and let's just even put LinkedIn aside, let's say it's something else. I would use that money to build a network around a particular product I had, and that given the limited resources, it'd probably be an info product. So I'd build an info product, connect with influencers, connect with journalists, uh, generate leads through LinkedIn. And then uh, obviously have people going to, whether it's my website or a landing page, to buy that info product and build it from there. What's your parting piece of guidance? Before you start any business, I would recommend sitting down, grabbing a piece of paper and a pen, making sure you're in a quiet area and writing down 65 reasons why you want to start that business. Because in my opinion, and every time I've done this, I've been successful in business because if your reason why you want to succeed isn't big enough, then any challenge, whether small or big, that comes your way, you'll find a way to quit. 
And the reason why I've, I've picked 65 because the first 20 or 30 reasons, you know, they're surface level reasons. I want to buy a nice car, you know, look after um, my family, travel, etc. And they're all good, but they're surface level reasons which won't get you through the challenge. So the next 30 reasons are the core level reasons why you want to be successful. And that is deeply connected to your values, to your passions, and uh, and to your beliefs. So if you can't write 65 reasons, in my opinion, you shouldn't start that business because when the going gets tough, you, you'll find a way to quit rather than pull through. So that's my piece of advice. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with AP and JLD today, so keep up the heat. And head over to eofire.com, type Alex in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been chatting about today. You can go directly to linkfluencer.com. And Alex, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for having me. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you're ready to share your voice and message with the world, freepodcastcourse.com is for you. Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast for free and ignite.